the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends as you have joined us for this live stream worship service on this Mother's Day. And happy Mother's Day to all mothers, wherever you are gathered. Happy Mother's Day to you. The title of the message today is Honoring Our Parents. Today is Mother's Day, the day when families pay special tribute to their moms in various ways. We take them out to dinner whenever it's possible. We buy them special gifts, send them flowers, and do many, many things for mothers because of their special relationship that they have to us. On this day when we honor our mothers, there's a wide variety of feelings among us. For some, this is a day of gratitude and joy and thanksgiving to God for mothers. For others, this is a day of pain and sorrow and, and regret. Whatever our feelings, mothers deserve one Sunday in 52, lest we forget the place mothers occupy in the divine scheme of life. Several years ago, the University of Michigan conducted a nationwide survey and when asked about what they would like to be when they grow up, 80% of the 11 to 18-year-old girls surveyed desired to be just like their mother. No other force in a child's life is as strong as his or her mother's influence. As we honor 50-plus million mothers on this day. It's a fitting occasion also to reflect on what God says about our relationship to our parents. Having preached a traditional Mother's Day sermon for the past 41 years from this pulpit, I felt led to focus attention today on the fifth commandment found in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12. 
Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord God is giving you. To honor means to treat with dignity, respect, and deference. You honor your parents when you recognize the special relationship you have to them. The commandment to honor is in force wholly apart from the way your parents perform. You may have had lousy parents, parents who were absent or abusive or unkind or cruel. Your parents may have split up when you were young, or one or both of your parents may have had a drinking problem. Any of those facts will obviously affect your relationship with your parents. But your parents' failure to be all that they should have been has not, at least does not excuse you from honoring and obeying the fifth commandment. It does not say honor your parents if they are honorable. It does not say honor your parents if they deserve it. It does not say honor your parents if they treated you right. The fifth commandment says honor your mother and father, period. There is no time limit or age limit on this commandment. And so the question is, why did God give this commandment? Number one, because there are no perfect parents. All of us have weaknesses and faults and inconsistencies. Only God is the perfect parent. Even the best parents have made mistakes and have sinned. As a result, we all fall short. None of us have perfect parents, and you are not a perfect parent either. There are many parents who are unworthy of, of honor. They are abusive, manipulative, neglectful. Does God expect us to ignore the pain of what they did, put on a happy face and pretend that everything is great? Not at all. But God expects us to honor the position of parenthood regardless of the personality behind it. We also honor our parents because respect for authority begins at home. This is a critical lesson that every child must learn. It determines how well you're going to do at school, in your career, and in your relationships. The child who grows up saying, nobody tells me what to do, is going to have a hard time keeping a job. There are a lot of times you have to do what someone tells you to do, whether you want to or not. God wants us to learn respect for authority from our parents. Children may not appreciate it at first, but without it, they will only face misery, frustration, heartache, 
disappointment, failure, and possibly incarceration. If a child does not learn obedience and respect for authority in the home, then how can one expect them to respect the law of the land, to submit to the instructions of their teachers, to comply with the commands of an employer, to obey the expectations of the authorities, and to honor the commandments of God? Many despise any form of authority. Parents, teachers, police officers, employers, or anyone else that they see as a threat to their rebellious attitudes. Jails and prisons are overflowing with inmates who never learn to obey or respect other people or other people's property. God puts parents in a position of authority so we can learn to respect authority. The Lord also tells us that we should honor our parents because honoring our parents will affect every other relationship that we have in life. It's a major forming factor in our life. Our style of relating is set at home Even today, as an adult, when we act in ways we don't understand and and can't figure out our behavior, many times it's because we are still reacting to our parents. Many marriages have been ruined because a spouse has never resolved a relationship with a parent, and they are taking it out on their husband, wife, or children. Surveys have shown that people who get along with their parents have far less stress in their lives. So the question then is, how do we honor our parents? It depends on what stage of life you're in. Each stage, we apply this command differently. One, let's look at children. As children, we honor our parents by obeying and respecting them. Ephesians chapter 6, 1 through 3, Paul says, Children, obey your parents. This is the right thing to do because God has placed them in authority over you. Honor your father and mother. This is the first of God's Ten Commandments that ends with a promise. And this is the promise, that if you honor your father and mother, yours will be a long life full of blessing. Solomon says in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 26, children who mistreat their father or chase away their mother are an embarrassment and a public disgrace. The Bible teaches that as long as you're under your parents' roof, then you are to obey them. Since you're dependent upon your parents for food, clothing, shelter, medical insurance, and a lot of other things, they have the right to call the shots in your life. When you're out on your own, then that's a different issue altogether. 
But as long as your parents are providing for you and you are dependent on them, the Bible says you are to obey them. But let's look at young adults. Young adults, as young adults, we honor our parents by accepting and appreciating them. The older you get, the more you start seeing the faults of your parents. You start seeing their hang-ups and weaknesses. It becomes important for us to accept them in spite of their weaknesses. So why should I choose to accept my parents? Or someone will say, I didn't have a choice. Well, neither did they. You're kind of stuck with each other. That's why acceptance is vital. You see, acceptance does not mean pretending that they are perfect. It doesn't mean ignoring their mistakes. It doesn't mean agreeing with all they did or agreeing with all they asked you to do. Acceptance means, one, realizing that God used them to bring you into the world. Your parents may have been excellent, mediocre, or poor, but regardless of how they treated you growing up, the fact is they gave you something that nobody else in the world could give you. They gave you your life. You owe them your life regardless of the parenting skills that they used. God chose them to bring you into the world. And two, our acceptance of your parents means listening to what they have to say to you. You see, when you're out on your own, you are not bound by their advice, but you should not despise their advice. Proverbs 23 and 22 says, Listen to your father. Without him, you would not exist. When your mother is old, show her your appreciation. You can disagree with without being disagreeable. You listen to them, pay them the courtesy of listening to them and don't tune them out. That's a part of acceptance. But acceptance also includes forgiveness. A fact of life is that we often hurt those we love the most, intentionally or unintentionally. If you live for any length of time, you're going to be hurt by the people in your family. Family must be built on forgiveness because we hurt each other by what we say and by what we do. Today, it is not so popular to honor your parents as it is to blame them for all of the problems that you're having. Proverbs 20 and verse 20 says, If you curse your parents, your life will end like a lamp that goes out in the dark. Bitterness is self-destructive. It always hurts you more than the person you are bitter against. Even today, if you're still hurting and being resentful and bitter over things your parents did in the past, you're still allowing them to control your life. 
I'm to accept my parents, not despise them, listen to what they have to say, offer forgiveness. The fact is God gave you your parents for a purpose. Even those who mistreated you while growing up. So the question is, does God want you to honor their sins, weaknesses, and the things they did wrong to you? Of course not. But he's, but he's saying, accept the fact that God chose them to bring you into the world. God gave you your parents for a purpose, and he can even take that hurt and turn it around and bring good out of it if you choose to react in the right way. You honor your parents when you forgive them for what they did wrong, and you choose to focus on what they did right. Deuteronomy 26 and verse 11 says, Be grateful for the good things that the Lord your God has given you and your family. God says, I'm not only to accept my parents, the good and the bad, but I'm to appreciate them. Now, it's easy to take parents for granted. There are at least two things you could appreciate about your parents, regardless of who they were. One, you can appreciate their effort. Parenting is a difficult, time-demanding, energy-draining job. Have you ever considered how much your parents, your parents' life would have been different if they did not have you? When was the last time you thanked your parents for just putting up with you? Who else would have? But the second thing we can do is we can appreciate their sacrifice. Parenting is expensive. If you're a parent today, it could cost you up to $250,000 to raise your child to maturity. When a couple or a single person chooses to have children, they are choosing to do without some other things in their life. So we should appreciate the sacrifice. We have looked at how we should act as children, as young adults, and finally as adults. We honor our parents by affirming and not abandoning them. For many parents, the older they get, the less respect they get. All of their affirming friends start to die off. They are no longer wanted in the workplace for their skills and wisdom. Their grown children are busy with their own lives, their own families. And so parents can live lonely lives. Their parents have a great need a desperate need to feel and to know that they made some kind of positive contribution in your life. They need your affirmation. God says he wants us to affirm our parents for the rest of our life as long as they are alive. So how do you do that? 
You affirm your parents by staying in touch with them. Every time you write a letter, or a card, or make a telephone call, you're obeying the command to honor your father and your mother. The Bible says we are to value, and to treasure, and to hold in the highest esteem our aged parents. Proverbs three twenty seven. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. Do the right thing while you have time to do it. Affirm your parents now if they are still alive. All the flowers in the world at their funeral won't do them one bit of good. The flowers at the funeral are not for their benefit. If you're going to give them flowers, send it to them now while they are alive, not when they are dead. Affirming them means listening to them, giving them the courtesy of asking for their counsel. Even if you don't follow it, at least you listen to it. The Bible says that the way you Treat your older elderly parents is demonstration of true faith, of whether you are really a Christian or not. Listen to the Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 8. People who don't take care of their relatives, and especially their own families, have given up their faith. They are worse than someone who doesn't have faith in the Lord. There is a shameful tragedy in our society today, and I'm not speaking about uh, what COVID-19 has done. We are busy families are abandoning their elderly parents to nursing facilities to die all alone, not even visiting. So many People are in nursing homes who desire that they would have somebody in the family who would visit them, but um, they don't have anyone to visit them. And we know that when there isn't any family members coming around, they don't get the kind of treatment that they ought to receive because they feel that nobody cares. The Bible teaches that when our parents or grandparents become too old to care for themselves, it is not the government's responsibility, it is ours. That's the way God sets it up. That when we are young, they take care of us, and when they are old, we take care of them. It is important to note that when Jesus was crucified, one of the things he did not forget was to care for his mother after he was gone. Hanging on the cross, dying in pain, one of the seven last things he said, looking down at John, his disciple, was, take care of my mother. While he's dying for the sins of the world, he does not forget to provide for the care of his mother. Today being Mother's Day, I want to conclude with a word to mothers. Mothers, you are very special to God. He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
He knows the tears that you have shed for your children. He knows the prayers that you have prayed for them. He knows the storms that you have endured, the trials that you have faced, the sorrows that you have had. He knows the responsibilities that you have shouldered, the battles that you have fought, and the sacrifices that you have made for your children. Mothers, if you are advanced in years, God knows when your hands get worn and weary. God knows when your eyes get dim and dreary. God knows when your steps get feeble and faltering. God knows when your body gets weak and wasted. God knows when your back gets burdened and bent. And God knows when your heart gets burdened and broken because nobody seems to care. Thank God he not only knows, but he also cares. He cares about your every breath, your every heartbeat, your every desire, your every hurt, and your every dilemma. Millions of mothers over the past centuries have been able to face the unfaceable simply because they knew Jesus cared. Millions have been able to conquer the unconquerable, bear the unbearable, accept the unacceptable, forgive the unforgivable, and to love the unlovable simply because they knew that Jesus cared about their situation and have been able to say in the words of that old Negro spiritual, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know if thou withdraw thyself from me. O whither shall I go? Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 10.30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.